You're listening to Inside Bliss with LaVon Kirkland. Coming at you live from the Wyatt Law Studios. Welcome back to the Inside Blitz with LaVon Kirkland. And this is show number two. It's been an awesome time to get all these great SIDs from across the state in. On this show, we've got coming up Walford, Coastal Carolina, Presbyterian, Newberry, Charleston Southern, and South Carolina Gamecocks. This is going to be an incredible show. Yesterday's show was fantastic. Had a great night of football last night. And Mike Foster, tell us about what's going on with the South Carolina Football Hall of Fame and the nominees and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Uh, last weekend, we announced our Class of 2020 nomination list, and that ballot is now live on the website. Voting has started. Voting has started. SCFootballHOF.org slash vote. That's SCFootballHOF.org slash vote. And that will give you the list of the guys. We got 50 modern era uh, guys and 10 uh, legacy nominees available to vote. You can write in your own if if there's a guy on there that you think should be a part of the Hall of Fame that's not on our list, you can go ahead and write those in in this first round that ends December 9th. Has a write-in ever made it into the Hall of Fame? Absolutely. Stanley Morgan there you oh, go, was, was a write-in one year, became a finalist with the with his write-in votes, and then the following year actually became a, a full-time uh, member of the South Carolina That's Football fantastic. Hall of Fame. So if you don't see somebody you want to vote for, then yeah. hey, if we miss somebody, let us know. What else? you got well one of the things that you have to do to vote is you have to become a member hmm. so Levon yes tell us how we have to how they can do that and why should they well, do it? and you know, why I, I think the reason why they should do it because everybody has a skin in this game you know, you know someone that played uh, from your family or maybe you had a kid that played or someone you support in the community. So everybody has a skin in the game. And that's why everybody should become a member. It's easy. You just go on our website. And how we, how we get money and we need your money, we do it by sponsorships, donations, and memberships. If you're a member, you get certain rights to vote, you get certain rights to uh, talk to us about things that we're doing here with the South Carolina Football Hall of Fame. So you got to become it because I know everybody knows somebody yep. that's played football. So everybody got a skin in the game and so they should donate because this is going to help educate, empower, and encourage young people. And who doesn't want to do that? And most likely if anyone takes a look at the list, mm -hmm. we'll have someone that they connect with yeah. on that list. It's very inclusive. It's a very deep list. Someone's going to have a connection with one of those guys on the list. You're going to want them. You're going to want to see them in April when we have our well, intro ceremony. That's, that's how we continue to, to to do what we do here. Right. And you've been going into the high schools yes. in, in South Carolina, especially up here in the Upstate, but but across the state. Oh, no question. Encouraging, empowering, and uh, and, and and educating right. the youth. Uh, and so that's how we do it, right? Well, you know, matter of fact, I have a, a quick story. We were at the uh, we were at the convention the other day, and a young man was like, "Why don't you have Gates on the list, a South Carolina receiver?" I'm like, "Man, you got to become a member. <laughs> if you become a member, then you can put him on the list." That guy actually joined and became a member. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah. So you can too, and I tell you what, it's exciting. I love being on the show. Love the show. Thanks to all the listeners. Without you guys tuning in, it would not be the great success that it's been. So thank you very much. We have another great group of SID interviews coming up for you right now. So without further ado, let's go to the lines and start these interviews. 
This South Carolina football preview show with Inside Bliss with Yvonne Kirkland is brought to you by Hales Jewelers. Hales Jewelers has been a proud sponsor of our Collegiate Player of the Year Award since 2014 and a local family-owned jeweler since 1856. Go see Lucian Lee and tell him Levon Kirkland sent you for all of your fine jewelry and watch needs. You can find Hales Jewelers in Greenville on Haywood, down the street from the mall and across the street from Chick-fil-A or at HalesJewelers.com. Hey, this is Brent Williamson with Wofford College Athletics. You're listening to Inside Blitz with LeVon Kirkland. This is the Inside Blitz with LeVon Kirkland, and this is our pre-football show. We're going to go over some um, different colleges in the area and talk about their football program and what they expect. Uh, up now, we have Brent Williamson from Wofford uh, University. Hey, Brent, how you doing, sir? I'm good. How are you? Uh, did I, I? I meant to say college. Uh, Mikey, correct me on that. Will <laughs> I get a spanking for saying that? I beat up for saying that. No, it's a, it's a common mistake. <laughs> it's a common mistake. <laughs> I, I'm really sorry. I, I just want to make sure that I get it right. Okay. First of all, how are you doing today? Uh, doing great. Oh. Uh, just we've been uh, you know in camp now for about two and a half, three weeks, and. Uh, getting closer and closer to time to play football. Man, we're looking forward to football season. I know it's I know it's pretty hot out there, but we want to start off. We know you guys are predicted to win the SoCon this year. Can you give us a brief summary of last year's season and what you guys expect for this year? I mean, obviously, last year uh, we won the Southern Conference. Uh, for the second year in a row, which uh, is something that we had never done before, uh, winning it back-to-back years. So uh, that was great. Last year was also the first year of uh, Josh Conklin uh, as our new head coach uh, after 30 years with Coach Ayers. So uh, needless to say, to win back-to-back years with two different coaches uh, means you uh, is a smooth transition. Um, we were really happy we uh, won our first-round playoff game over Elon and then lost in the second round to uh, Kennesaw State. Uh, so that was our third straight year that we made the playoffs. So uh, things are going fairly well. Well, good. That's excellent. Now, uh, we have what we call a Blanchard Roger Trophy, and that's basically our South Carolina Heisman. Can you tell the audience what players we should really watch out for this year? Um, that. <laughs> For us, that's going to be a, a good question uh-huh. um, because we, uh, you know, for a lot of people that know Wofford football for the past, I'd say, 50 to 60 years, we've been a run-dominant offense. Um, we are going to gradually uh, shift that a little bit this year, uh, so you'll see us uh, throw the ball a little bit more. So, um, okay. you know, Usually, I would say it would be one of our running backs. But uh, this year, I think uh, Joe Newman, our quarterback, um, you know, might be up for that award uh, just because, uh, uh, obviously, um, his passing yard numbers uh, will go up last year. Wow. So, traditionally, run-heavy Walford is going to be having a quarterback that we got to look out for. Exactly. And, you know, he can still we can still run the ball, though. No question. So, so I think that's something that um, you know that Wade Lang, our offense coordinator, and uh, Josh Conklin have sort of looked at and said, hey, we need to be a little more unpredictable. 
and uh, by having this added wrinkle of uh, actually throwing the ball uh, instead of just handing it off or pitching it um, will give us a, a definitely a different look that opponents will have to uh, account for. Okay, well, cool. Now, Brent, can you tell us what's the best way fans can follow the program and how to get tickets? I mean, the easiest way to follow us anytime is uh, www.wofferterriers.com. Uh, we put a lot of good content up there um, that also has links to all of our YouTube uh, videos that we put up uh, regarding our programs. Uh, and you can also buy your tickets there, uh, wofferterriers.com slash tickets. Uh, it's a pretty affordable season ticket. We uh, look forward to having a lot of people out this year. Okay, well, thank you so much, Brent. We really appreciate your time and effort, man. I think the Terriers is going to be really good this year. So we're looking for some great things. Tell us, tell us about the season uh, this year. What do you, what do you see? Who's, uh, I guess, each week's the team to beat. But what, what, uh, what is your overall outlook or projection? Uh, that, that's a good question. I mean, we start out. Um, we open uh, August thirty first at South Carolina State. Uh, which is someone we haven't played in about 15 years. So it's great to have them back on the schedule. And um, obviously our conference schedule is uh, will be tough as always. Um, our you know, matchups against, you know, Samford, the Citadel, Mercer, uh, Chattanooga should all be really, really good contests along with ETSU. Um, our game at uh, Furman will come here, uh, which will be our last conference game of the year, and that'll be the 130th anniversary of our first meeting, uh, which is uh, going to be pretty cool to have that uh, this year. And then, of course, uh, everyone sees that uh, our uh, <coughs> FBS game this year is at Clemson, um, which which will be a little bit of a challenge. <laughs> uh, but uh, we look forward to going over there and uh, seeing how we can compete against them. Well, great. Um, again, we want to thank you for the uh, the information. Um, I think, as I said before, you guys are going to have a great season. Watch out for those Clemson Tigers. That's going to be oh, yeah. tough. But um, <laughs> other than that, I think you guys will have a great season. Uh, and, again, we really appreciate your time and effort. Thank you. No problem. Happy to be on, and uh, good luck this season. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks, Brett. Thanks so much. Thanks. Brent Williamson with Walford College giving you the preview very good stuff right there how about that no not as much triple option from right. from yeah. offered yeah gotta switch it up a little bit which a lot of teams are probably like right because <laughs> the triple option is very tough to defend so That's right. i'm sure a lot of people are happy about that yeah. it'll be fun and to watch clemson will be glad to get all the triple option people off the schedule yeah. with, uh, georgia tech, <laughs> with georgia tech yeah, yeah exactly yeah usually yeah. wofford would help them for georgia tech and in this case well they're you, both putting in the passing game well usually year. that works very well for a team that um that goes into a big school like clemson you 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 do the david and goliath thing you do mm -hmm. something different yeah so um not doing that maybe a little easier for teams but wofford always has a great tradition of football so this should be fine one yeah. guy they didn't name uh thad mangum is a defensive <coughs> lineman he was named an all socon first team member preseason so there's another guy that maybe we can look at going through the season for the blanchard rogers what's he playing 
He's a defensive lineman. No, okay. Nobody cares about defense, though. They don't? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, they, they, no. they, they, a, they want the f- guys that are slinging it around and catching the football. Guys and running that the football. Are scoring touchdowns. That's what they care about. Defense wins championships. That's defense wins championships. Yeah. I mean, That's we it. called our award the SC Heisman, but we want to make sure we throw in some defensive guys in there every once in a while, too. Okay, right. yeah. I, I agree <laughs> with that. I, I fully agree with that. I'm just telling you. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's awesome. All right. Well, that's it. Inside Blitz with LeVon Kirkland. We'll be right back. This is Kevin Davis with Coastal Carolina Athletic Media Relations, and you're listening to the Inside Blitz with LeVon Kirkland. Hi, welcome back to the Inside Blitz with LeVon Kirkland. We're doing the college football preview, and we travel down to the coast where we talk to our guy, Kevin Davis from Coastal Carolina. Kevin, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing good, sir. I hope all is well with you. Glad to be here. Uh, oh man, we're so happy to have you, and we really appreciate everything Coastal Carolina does for the South Carolina Football Hall of Fame. Now, Kevin, you're down to you're down the coast. Tell me, what's a good spot to eat? Oh man, there's so many good seafood places down here. I couldn't even list one for you. I mean, there's so <laughs> many good spots. Um, I think I've put on weight since moving uh, down here to the coast, just because there's so many good places to eat. But, you know, you can't go wrong with anything down on uh, 17 or even on uh, 501, any of those restaurants will treat you good. Okay, if, I, if I'm a seafood guy, you got to help me out. I'm a seafood oh, guy. There's so many seafood bu- buffets down along the coast. <laughs> you can't go wrong there. There's all kinds of, like, Captain George's. There's also, uh, you know, you got Shuckers. You got Brother Shuckers. You got all kinds of places like that. And then, of course, you got your seafood chain. Uh, you know, Joe's Crab Shack. And oh, like no. That. So uh, you, you can't go wrong with people down here. Okay. Okay. I'm already getting full now. So um, <laughs> let's go into the season now. What are you guys looking for in this upcoming season? You know, we're a very young team. We've got uh, over um, 60 freshmen and redshirt freshmen on our roster. So I think we're looking just to get better each and every day. Uh, you know, we didn't finish the season out on a high note uh, last year. We were one win away uh, from bowl eligibility in our first year to be eligible and, and couldn't get that uh, last sixth win over the last four games. So I think we just, we're just hungry. Our guys are hungry and ready to play, and they know that they can play at this level. They just know they got to finish. And uh, so I know we're looking, our, our leaders are looking to kind of take that next step and, and, and show these younger guys, you know, we can play in the Sunball Conference and at the FBS level. We just got to be able to finish the entire season out. Okay. Well, you know, we love players. Tell us some players that we should be watching out for on your team. If you go, you start on the defensive uh, side of the ball for us. Um, you got Teron Jackson, uh, defensive end. Uh, you know, him and uh, Jeffrey Gunter, who was a, a nominee for for your guys' award, the, the Blanchard Award last year. Um, you know, Toronto's going to take a, a huge step this year, moving to a 3-4 uh, multiple base defense. They freeze him up a lot on that end and, and allows him to use his speed and size. You know, and behind him, you got got uh, Silas Kelly, who would kind of lead our linebacker core again against this year. He played injured in the, over the last four games last year and still was getting seven tackles a game. And and uh, our secondary is going to be young, but, um, you know, we expect good things out of them. They're very athletic, but we only got two upperclassmen, three upperclassmen, excuse me, that are going to be playing back there. So uh, a lot of youth. And then on the offensive side, it starts up front. We got our uh, redshirt junior uh, center and Trey Carter. And we have three offensive linemen that started every game last year, and they're back to kind of 
help uh, secure that line because we have two sophomore quarterbacks that are going to be pretty much platooning all season long and Bryce Carpenter and Fred Payton. So uh, a lot of youth that's behind that offensive line. And then we got uh, one of our best uh, returners is our back C.J. Marable, who uh, led us in rushing last year with just under 700 yards. And he'll be more of a feature back this year, whereas last year he split split time with uh, Marcus Outlow. And then on the outside, we lost a couple good receivers. So, again, a lot of youth, so a lot of unknowns, but uh, you, we, we like the, the upside that these guys have. Now, Coach Chadwell, can you tell us what makes Coach Chadwell the guy for the job? Give us some insight that we don't know anything about him. Coach Chadwell is a guy that will take your shirt off his back and, and help anyone. I mean, that's just the just what he does. I mean, he is a family guy. He's got all these guys believing in family and, and buying into what you know him and his staff are saying. That you know, you have to believe in yourself. If you can't believe in yourself or in the guy next to you, uh, then you can't believe in the team. You can't believe in and that you're going to win. And it always starts with with you in terms of yourself. And and that's kind of the motto this year. And and, um, you know, it's one of those things where he, he's out there, you know, the coaching staff are out there running with the guys during the conditioning. You know, I mean, they're, they're, they're in it 100% for the guys. And it's beyond uh, uh, football. It's beyond the X's and O's with him, just like it was with Coach Mobley. It's just a, just a more hands-on approach than, than Coach Mobley was. Right. Can you tell us a little bit more about the BAM program? We've heard a, a lot of great things about it. Yeah, so BAM stands for Be a Man, and, and it's not sexist by any means. It just means it's for uh, for somebody in terms of a person, not necessarily a man or, you know, it could be male or female. A person uh, takes responsibility for themselves and stands on their own two feet. Um, so that means basically there's no rules in our football program. It's it's one standard, and that's BAM, to, to take responsibility for yourself and stand up and, and uh, you know, face any type of consequences you have. Uh, for making a wrong decision. So, you know, they they don't have any rules technically for, you know, missing meetings or anything like that. But if it gets out of hand, then, then they approach it as, you know, you're not taking responsibility for yourself. And, and that one standard is how they, uh, the staff and uh, players handle how they, they go about their business. They, you know, it's, it's a, they, they stand up on their own two feet, they make their own decisions, and they, they're responsible for those decisions, good or bad. Well, that's ownership. That's uh, I, I really like that program. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of ownership and accountability uh, amongst yourself, and then the players themselves hold each other accountable into that standard as well. Ah, love it, love it, love it very much. Now, you guys have been a good program for a long time, but just for people who don't know, what's the best way fans can follow the program and how to get tickets? The best way to follow Coastal Football is, you know, you can go on GoCCUSports.com. That's our official website. It's got all the schedules, recaps, information, bios for all the coaches, all the sports, all 19 sports across the board. And then we also have uh, Coastal Football on Twitter, Coastal Football on Instagram for all the social media uh, guys out there that love to follow uh, sports on social media and know what's happening. Basically, the behind-the-scenes stuff is, is what I like to call it. And then you can buy tickets through uh, GoCCUSports.com. Uh, we have a ticket office there that you guys can, uh, that your fans can buy tickets through. Uh, you know, we got a, a new stadium, uh, newly renovated stadium. Where we've moved up to uh, FES, and now we have 20,000-seat wow. capacity stadium. We've added suites. We've added a, a number of seating, a third level to our stadium. So it's going to be an exciting time, and you don't want to miss Coastal Football and then the Coach Chadwell Arab again. 
Wow, new stadium suites. What's a good game that you recommend that any fan should come to this year? I think the season opener is going to be the first really good game at home. It's versus Eastern Michigan, uh, you know, a bowl team from last year, an up-and-coming Mac program. Uh, and you know the Mac is somehow they have a lot of history in those bowl games, so uh, that'll be an exciting game. And then you can't miss uh, Georgia State coming into town uh, um, later on in October, on October 12th. And then, of course, Troy comes in later uh, on November 2nd, and that's a big rivalry game that's kind of kind of stirred up the last couple of years with us moving over to Sunbelt. And then we're going to play on prime time on November 7th versus Louisiana on ESPNU. So uh, we encourage fans to come out to that one because then they can be seen on TV. <laughs> there you go. Wow. So um, your sweets, um, could anybody just come to the your sweets like LeVon Kirkland? And I- <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, Kirkland, we got plenty of uh, tickets available. You can buy, buy a sweet ticket. We got to get you food and beverages and a great seat inside, the air conditioning, so you don't have to sit outside in the sun. Ah. weather. But, uh, yeah, we, we do have sweet, our, sweet tickets all available. Uh, you can contact our ticket office and they'll help you out with that. Okay, cool. Because I love watching football inside. <laughs> oh yeah, you get to get the nachos or hot dogs and uh, a nice cold drink inside. Can't can't beat that. You, you talk in my language. You really talk <laughs> my language. Hey Kevin, we want to thank you so much for coming on today. We really appreciate it. Guys, I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. Hey, make sure you come back too. Okay. All right, anytime. You guys, let me know. All right, Godspeed. Thanks, Thanks so Kevin. much. Ball at the beach. Go Sean. <laughs> That's right. Go Shants. This is Greg Hartledge with Presbyterian Athletics, and you are listening to the Inside Quiz with LeVon Kirkland. Hello, everyone. We're back here at the Wyatt Law Studio. It's the Inside Blitz with LeVon Kirkland. And today we're doing our South Carolina College Football Preview Show. As we go right down the road, as we like to say in South Carolina, instead of right, it's <laughs> Gregory Hartless from Presbyterian College. Greg, how you doing, my man? I'm good. How we doing tonight? Uh, we're doing wonderful. Thank you for asking. Okay, let's get into it. If you had to eat one meal every day for the rest of your life, what would it be? It's going to be some sort of pasta. I love Italian food. Oh, come on. Go go a little deeper with us. Which meal? There's only one meal you can have. Lasagna. Ah, there we go. Lasagna. Tell us your love of lasagna. What, what's so special about lasagna? I just, it's just something I always grew up eating, and our family's part Italian, so that was something... We always had regularly. Oh, excellent. It sounds you, like he's inviting us for dinner. Yeah. Are you inviting us for dinner? <laughs> are you making it? <laughs> I, I can make it, yes. Do you like garlic bread with yours? Salad? Garlic bread, yeah, sure. Yeah, I tell you what, there's somebody who makes it and I will bring it. I don't know if I'm gonna make it, but No, let's let's go let's go for it. Now give us a brief summary of the upcoming season. Well, our, we're obviously in a transition from the big south to pioneer football. But if you talk to the coaches, they're not focused on that. They're focused on what's in front of us that that starts this Saturday against Stetson, who obviously will be a future Pioneer League team. And it sets up, it's a very interesting schedule because we'll be at Stetson this Saturday. And then we have the bye week. Mm -hmm. 
and then we play 11 straight weeks wow. for the rest of the football season, wow. which includes playing five road games in six weeks. Goodness gracious. And what's interesting about that with the five road games is we go five different states, Alabama, North Carolina, New Jersey, Massachusetts, and Virginia. And the round-trip mileage from campus to campus, from PC to the opponent, mm-hmm. racked up almost 5,700 miles. Jeez. You guys are going on like a tour. Yeah. And that is North <laughs> Alabama, Campbell, Monmouth. Then we sprinkle in a home game against Kennesaw State, the defending Big Ten right. champ. Mm-hmm. And then we head up to Merrimack, just outside of Boston. And then we close that road trip with Hampton. So it's a very, it's a road-heavy schedule, but the nice part is we close with three straight at home. Well, that's always nice to be playing at home, but, man, that's kind of a brutal schedule. Yeah. Huh. And we do we do get four teams that we're going to be playing for the first time this year, two of them at home in Eastern Kentucky and St. Andrews. We play Eastern Kentucky on September 21st, and then we close out the season with St. Andrews on November 23rd. And then we also get to travel to North Alabama and Merrimack and know they're both first-time meetings. Wow. So it's, yeah. it's a very – it's a road-heavy schedule, but it's a very interesting schedule for sure this yeah. year. Okay, wow. Well, good luck with that, <laughs> with those five road games. I definitely understand that. I coach at Florida A&M, so those road trips can be a little brutal. And there, if you look at it, most of them are three or four hours or longer. Oh, okay. Wow. Wow. Hampton's well, our closest one of the year. Okay. Man. Mm. Well, you can always get a good read, though. You can play some video games while you're traveling. Yeah. So, you know, that's a that's one advantage of um, kind of traveling on the road. You can catch up on all your reading. The good, I, I would love it if we could sprinkle in some home games because – Three home games at the end of the year is going to be a long homestand. Wow! Yeah. Well, well, Greg, let's let's talk about some of the players that we should be watching out for. Is there some guys out there that are real special on your team? We got a few guys for sure. Mm-hmm. We had four guys land on the preseason Big South team. Okay. And the way they do it is a first team and an honorable mention. We had wideout Keith Pearson, who is a junior from. Uh, he was at Woodruff High School. Okay. And last year he led the team with 52 catches and the team high 565 yards. He's our number one receiver after we had Deshaun Davis graduate last year. Mm-hmm. So I, the two of them were very – both having both of them, they had some similar numbers. Defensively, we got Colby Campbell, who led the defense and the conference with 90 tackles last season. And he had four games with 10-plus tackles um, last year. Wow. Along with that, another guy is a sophomore, Jarrett Nagy, who, as a true freshman last year, finished with 89 tackles that led, obviously, all freshmen with one off the conference high. And he had five games with at least 10 tackles last year. And he finished second in the Big South freshman of the year voting. Wow. So you guys you guys got some guys to look forward to. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. 
those three right there are three guys that are definitely the offense and defense will be impacted based on how they perform in particular. Obviously not just those three, but those three have a big, have been very big for the last last season. And you know what? I think people don't understand that 10 tackles, like in consecutive games, that's a, that's tough duty. For sure. Yeah, that's that's a lot. And especially considering Jared did that to a true freshman last year. As a true freshman, yeah, that is that's I didn't play any of my true freshman year, so um, uh, <laughs> and getting ten tackles that was even harder when I was in the NFL. So I got to give kudos to those guys. Yeah, they those three right there are three guys. We also got a few other guys I'll throw out there. Um, our starting center, Eli Tiefling, he was also on that all-conference team. And those four also were named to the Phil Steele preseason Big South team, oh. along with defensive backs Dirk Curitan and Rod Haygood. Oh, well, excellent, and, excellent. Yeah. Dirk and Rod are both upperclassmen as well. It sounds like you, you had the possibility of having a pretty good defense this year. They – there's a lot, like I've told people who've asked me coming into this year, there's a lot of pieces that are back from a season ago. We returned, um, we returned let's see, 14 starters from last season. Wow. But the thing I also say is the players that we lost were at key spots. Mm, yes. We had our quarterback graduate, our number one wide receiver graduate. We lost a few guys in the defensive line. There were all those were obviously seniors. So, and then you lose your starting left tackle. I know that's one spot in the OL, but left tackle obviously the spot that's going to be impacted if it when you have to change it. Uh, for sure. Greg, tell us a little bit about Coach Spangler and, and what he brings to the table for Presbyterian and, uh, you know, uh, and, and, how, and the impact that he's able to make on the, on the kids there. He, he will get the best out of anybody that comes through here. He's a defensive-minded coach. He does – he works primarily with the defense. Obviously, he's involved with the offense. But he, the first – he works a lot with the defensive backs. And he will, he definitely will tell you when you don't do something right. <laughs> and I think that's, I, I think that's definitely something that's big with a, uh, any football coach. And obviously he's been around it. He's been, I've heard him say a couple of times this preseason, he's been in it for over 30 years. So obviously he's been doing something right in those 30 years. What's your favorite restaurant in Presbyterian on campus? On campus or around Clinton? Around, around it. That's going to be it's actually where we have our coaches show this season again is House of Pizza. Oh, House so of Pizza. It's a good spot there. Nice and, plug, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> good, good job. That's well done. Do you get lasagna while you're there? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> they got a few, there's a few pizza options there that are really good. Okay. Okay. Well, good. Now, inform the fans. What's the best way that they can follow the program and how to get tickets? If you go to gobluehost.com, 
You should. That will get you to all the stories, all the, the roster, the stats, everything there. There's also a way to get tickets um, if you go under the, I believe it's Inside Athletics tab. No, actually, there is a specific tab for tickets. And you should be able to get tickets and contact the proper people to be able to get your tickets to come out to the game with our home opener on September 14th. Okay. And then at Blue Hose FT Ball, at Blue Hose FT Ball on Twitter, will also provide you with the same links to all the stories as well as any uh, photo and graphic content that we produce um, around the specific game day. Okay. Well, hey, we really want to thank you, Greg, for coming on the show. We really do appreciate your time and your energy. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, guys. All right. Hey, good luck this year, too. Appreciate it. Thanks, Greg. Awesome. Awesome. Great interview. That uh, Greg Hartledge with Presbyterian College, yep. uh, right down the road. Great football tradition. And, uh, of course, uh, Coach Spangler does a good job with those guys. And I love what he says, you know, about, hey, he's going to get the best out of you. And right. as a coach, that's all you can really do, right? Absolutely. Yeah. He so, sounds like all the coaches that I was afraid of back in the day when I played. And, yeah. and they're they're doing, I don't know if you caught it, but they're doing a really interesting transition there. They're going from um, the FCS Big South Conference and they're changing to a D2 Pioneer, conference right? in Pioneer. Mm-hmm. So you don't hear a lot of schools going down in level but they but presbyterian is and and so it's going to be interesting to see how that transition goes yeah well and i thought they had a great you know this isn't something we're focusing on this yep. is something that we're doing and what we're focusing on is winning football games and getting the best out of our that's program right. that's right and that's what they should be doing yeah. and i also want to give some credit to mikey football because oh my goodness he has called out the great players that need the yes. list We've, when these guys talk about them they're right here on the list so again we appreciate you the listener listening in stick stick around we'll be right back you're listening to the inside blitz with levon kirkland this is Randall Stewart, Director of Athletic Communications at Newberry College, and you're listening to Inside Blitz with LeVon Kirkland. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Inside Blitz with LeVon Kirkland, and this is our South Carolina College Football Preview. And today, one of our first guests is Randall Stewart from Newberry College. Randall, how are you doing, sir? Doing well. Thanks so much for having me, LeVon. Oh, thank you so much for coming on. Now, as always, I like to throw in a icebreaker question. Are you ready for it? Before we get into the yes, meat sir. and potatoes. You ready? All right. Yes, sir. Here we go. These, the zombie apocalypse is coming. Who are three current players you want on your team? Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Anderson from the offensive line. Uh, Bobby Irby, wide receiver, can help me outrun him. And Keto Jordan, he'll, uh, he'll hit him pretty hard for me. Ah. Uh. So he got a good team there. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> well, thank you for being such a good sport. Uh, our first question is, could you give us a brief summary of the upcoming season? Yeah. Um, Newberry's got a lot of people back. Um, a few key losses on defense, but um, I believe it's eight returning starters on the defensive side of the ball. Um, we're expecting the defense to lead us this year, and that's going to start with Keto Jordan, uh, defensive end senior from Columbia. Um, the offense has a few more question marks. 
The the big key is going to be the quarterback play, I think. Dre Harris out of Malden, he's a redshirt sophomore, played a lot at the QB position this year and he or last year, and he's solidified himself in in pre, preseason practice as the number one guy at quarterback. That's going to be kind of the big key this year is the quarterback play. Experienced offensive line coming back, got some playmakers at wide receiver and running back. It's going to be the quarterback play that's going to determine how this season goes for Newberry. Uh, excellent. Now, one of the other questions I want to ask you, if I, if I was visiting Newberry, uh, what is one of the games you would really suggest that we would come to? I think, honestly, the game against UVA Wise on October 12th. UVA Wise is in their first season in the sack this year. Um, so it's a new conference matchup, and that's our homecoming game. Uh, homecoming at Newberry is pretty special. Uh, the Newberry tailgate scene is really, really good. The pageantry around homecoming is really fun. The town really comes out to support the team. It's going to be one of those games that's going to be absolutely packed. Uh, Setzler Field will be rocking that day. It's a 4 p.m. kick, and that's the one that I would suggest. Okay, it sounds like a really good game. So can I get a ticket, free ticket? Oh, we can absolutely work that out. Ah, Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Mike, you have any questions? Yeah, uh, Randall, you had a a remarkable player over the last few years in Jamarcus Henderson. How does the team plan on replacing the production that Jamarcus Henderson provided? And given this guy's production was pretty much as good as anybody in the country, no matter what conference he was in. Yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure it's easy to replace the kind of production that Jamarcus provided. I mean, he ended his career top 20 in the history of Division II football and tackles for loss. Um, just an incredible player. But we do feel pretty good about the defensive end spot. Keto Jordan, who I mentioned, yep. um, is poised to have a huge year this year. Uh, Tyran Dixon is going to anchor things in the middle. Um, he's an experienced player that could have a breakout year as well. So I... Like I said, I mean, you can't really replace that type of production and that type of leader off the field. Um, but they do feel pretty good that it's a very deep unit this year in the defensive line. Okay. Uh, can, you t- can you tell our fans what kind of coach Todd Knight is? If we're not familiar with Coach Knight, could you give us a brief summary about Coach Knight? Knight, to me, is an incredible motivator, and that's where his strengths lie. Um, Coach Knight is a good old boy from Lancaster, South Carolina. The the way I always describe him is the only thing he loves more than football is people. And he is a master motivator of that team. He's a defensive-minded coach. He played linebacker at Gardner-Webb and was a defensive coordinator for many years before taking over the head job at Newberry. Um, So he's a a defensive-minded guy, tough, a little old-school but he, he is tremendous at getting those guys motivated. And that, to me, is what sets him apart from other coaches that I've seen. Oh, cool. That's very good information. Now, hey, Randall, we really want to thank you for all your time and energy. But one more question before you go. How's the best way fans can follow the program and how to get tickets? Well, we've always got updated information on NewberryWolves.com. You can also check out our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram pages at Newberry Sports. Um, and for tickets, you can either order tickets online or you can call our ticket office at 803-321-5152. Well, Randall, we really appreciate it again. Thank you so much for coming on board. I hope you guys have a great season this year. Go Wolves. Thanks so much, LaVon. Woo!
Have a good one, Randall. We appreciate the time. All right, Mike. You have a good one. Thank All you. Right. Hey, this is Seth McGurr with Charleston Southern Athletics, and you're listening to Inside Blitz with LeVon Kirkland. Hello. Welcome back to the Wyatt Studio. Uh, this is the Inside Blitz with LeVon Kirkland, and we're doing a, our college football preview. And up next, we got Steph Montgomery with Charleston Southern University. Steph, how you doing, my man? Not too bad. How about you? I'm doing wonderful. Thanks for asking. Thanks for asking. Um, I'm going to give you a little icebreaker question, okay? Is that fine with you? Hey, go ahead and bring it on. We're going to dig really deep here, okay? You ready? (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right, here we go. What was your least favorite food as a kid? Oh, that is actually a fantastic one. And my parents can attest to this. Uh Uh-huh. Cheese. Cheese. Cheese, really? Uh, yeah. For, for some reason, yeah, for some reason, I just did not like it. Uh, apparently, I ordered it everywhere up until I was about three or four years old. Right. And then we went to a restaurant one day. My parents told me that I ordered a grilled cheese sandwich there. It came, showed up at the table. I looked at it and said, there's cheese in here. Wow. And refused to eat it. And yeah, ever since then, it's just has not been one of my things. So you're saying no cheese pizza, no cheeseburgers, nothing like that? I mean, I'm not going to eat an all-cheese pizza, but if there's other toppings on there, I'm okay with that. Okay. But, yeah, no no cheeseburgers, no (laughs) nothing like that. You just broke some news. Yeah, that is breaking news. (laughs) It really is. Okay, now let's get into the meat and potatoes of this interview. Now, can you give us a brief summary of the upcoming season? Yeah, looking at this upcoming season, uh, if you just look at our schedule, obviously the first four games that we have on the schedule are going to be a huge test, especially with our first year head coach, Autry Denson. Uh, we play two ranked opponents that are currently ranked in the top 25 in both polls. Wow. And we have a trip against South Carolina, and then we also have a road trip against our local rival here, the Citadel. So it's going to be a big test right away in the season with Coach Denson. But overall, I'm, it, it's a very young team. We returned 49 letter winners from last year's squad, so there's a lot of youth and, exper- and inexperience. But at the same time, you also have some steady hands, uh, especially on defense with J.D. Sosby, Eddie King, and a few of those guys working in the linebacker core. Uh, offense, it's a huge shift that we've had to make because we've been a kind of a spread option, triple option, dating back to the Jamie Chadwell days and with our former head coach, Mark Tucker, but Coach Denson brought in what he's called the air raid with an attitude. And wow. from watching the team in the spring and this fall, they're throwing the ball around out there. Our quarterbacks are actually having to make sure they're icing their arms after practice because as soon as wow. they step on the field, they're throwing it. <laughs> well, you know what, though? I think that's probably a good recruiting tool as far as your quarterbacks and receivers that are coming in. They, will they be excited about playing in this offense? Uh, the way that Coach actually described it in our media interview this week is that all these kids coming out of high school, they're used to playing in seven-on-seven. Seven. Right. They're used to getting out there and throwing the ball around, catching the ball, playing in open space. And that's what he's hoping that this offense does. Uh, recruited very heavily, got four receivers, I believe, in this recruiting class and a quarterback. All of our quarterbacks are sophomores or younger, so there's a lot of competition, and they want to make sure the best one's playing each week. And a lot of our receivers are young as well, so everyone just kind of wants to get out there and get the ball. 
So should we expect a big season for Cameron Brown? Uh, Cameron Brown is kind of the veteran of the group. I kind of tease him from time to time and just say that he's getting older and that he looks old out there and kind of laughs and agrees with me. But uh, he's back. Uh, he battled through an injury last season, but he's looked really good. Uh, the biggest thing that he brings is he brings that size to the outside and he brings the experience. Uh, he's finished in the top 10 in FCS uh, his first two years that he was on the field in yards per catch. So you have someone that's not afraid to go downfield and go up for the ball. And just from what I've seen with this offense, there's going to be a lot of stuff that's going to be quick, but he seems like he's their go-to guy, especially when it comes to third down situations as well as near the goal line. Tell us a little bit more about Coach Denson, uh, his background, and uh, uh, why we why fans should be excited about uh, having Coach Denson at Charleston Southern. Uh, Coach Denson, I mean, you don't really have to do too much to – find a lot about him the all-time leading running back at notre dame was drafted in the nfl played uh, with a number of teams did some internships with the nfl um has a lot of connections all over the place and he actually just came to us as the running backs coach uh, from notre dame uh, actually one of the reasons why he was so late into the hiring process is because notre dame just would not stop winning they ended up <laughs> wow. in playoffs so we had to wait for him to finish up there before we could officially announce him thank goodness for clemson <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> he, even though he might have wanted the ring, we're, we're glad we got him on campus a week sooner. That's right. But, uh, but the, big, the big thing with uh, Coach Denson that he's brought is he's brought a lot of excitement and energy to the program. And it's something that uh, they've needed, especially when you have a young group like uh, we do this year. There's so much excitement going on just with him, the attitude he's brought, the coaching staff he's brought. And even the improvements that we've been making around the facility with the field, with the brand new video board that we're putting up, uh, post-game fireworks that we're talking about after every game, building and getting back into the community. There's a lot of stuff that he has done, and he's been willing to do it. Uh, he's willing to talk with anyone, willing to just speak football. I mean, he's very approachable, and we've loved having him. Well, you know what? I thought the name looked familiar. And sound familiar, but I wasn't quite sure. It was the same running back from um, Notre Dame. That's amazing. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so what drew you guys to Coach Denson? Uh, I think the biggest thing that uh, we look at. So, we are a Southern Baptist school, obviously. So, the faith-based perspective is a huge impact. And one of the things that Coach Denson brought, and is actually on the helmets this year, is something called Gia, G H E A. And he instructs his guys, and he's coached them to work with them, that they're going to bring a God-honoring effort with a God-honoring attitude every time they step out on that field. Like that. And they want to do that in their life as well. So that's one of the things that he brought. And just, uh, I mean, you sit down and you talk with him, and one of the first things he brings up is God. Hmm. It's something that he always kind of refers and goes back to because it's such a huge part in his life. And that's what he's trying to instill with the guys here in Trumpeton as well. Oh, well, that, that is amazing. You guys are trying to make a difference through football, just like the South Carolina Football Hall of Fame. That's, um, that's really awesome. Now, can you tell me um, something about Charleston Southern University that's, that's wonderful that I would not know about? Looking at it, uh, I mean, Charleston Southern University, you, you talk about it. It's the Southern Baptist University that people talk about here at Charleston. But the biggest thing 
about us is the family aspect. Mm -hmm. One of the series that we did with each one of our head coaches this year was we talked about faith, family, their sports, and Charleston Southern University because they all tie in together. It works with the recruiting, how they approach every day here at Charleston Southern. So the family aspect is so huge. Our men's basketball team had shirts that family on it this year. All of our athletes go out and support each of our programs. Uh, we had a soccer match the other day that you had the entire football team there, you had the baseball team there, and you had men's basketball there. And campus really hadn't even opened yet. So all those guys had already come back and they were all at the game. So everyone's there, and it really is a family aspect. I mean, you walk down the hallway, and you're greeted by the professors, the student-athletes, and the staff. And it's just, it's really a unique experience being here is the fact that you walk by and you, you know someone because you've already interacted with them in so many different ways. Wow, that's incredible. And really, that's what athletics is all about that family closeness and that faith. Um, we really thank you so much, Steph, for being here today. We really appreciate your time and energy. And before you leave, um, how's the best way fans can follow the program and how to get tickets? Uh, best way would be to visit our website at csusports.com as well as uh, our Twitter account, at uh, CSU Sports, uh, Facebook's at CSU Sports, Instagram is at CSU Bucks. We wish we could have gotten at CSU Sports for Instagram, but unfortunately, <laughs> Colorado State got it before we could. Right, man. Yeah, the, the negotiations have fallen through. We have not <laughs> been able to find a way to get it. But uh, th those are probably the primary ways. We actually have an entire social media wall uh, on our website, csusports.com, as to how you can follow every single one of our teams, as well as uh, to get tickets uh, on our website as well. We actually have put out a release this week on how fans can go ahead and buy their tickets for our game against Citadel. Awesome. So that's out there, and we are getting ready for that game down the road as well. But that's probably the best way to go ahead and follow and uh, keep up with the Bucks. Well, thank you so much for um, your time and energy. And I, I need to ask you, do you still not like cheese? <laughs> Uh, you can ask my wife. It's still not my favorite thing. I, I, I will tolerate it. Right. But uh, she she eats it for me. My 15-month-old son eats it for me. So, uh, right. They, they take care of it, so I don't have to worry about it. There you it. go. Make, make sure you got some pepperoni on that pizza. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, thank you again. We really appreciate it. Have a good season this year, okay? Hey, thank you. All right. Seth, go back. Take care. Yeah. Good luck. All right, Seth Montgomery from Charleston Southern University. Great interview, guys, and uh, y'all stick in there with us, and we'll be right back. Inside Blitz with LeVon Kirkland. This is Steve Fink, Communications Director for Gamecock Athletics, and you're listening to Inside Blitz with LeVon Kirkland. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Inside Blitz with LeVon Kirkland, and this is our South Carolina College Football Preview Show. And on the line right now, we have Steve Fink from the University of South Carolina. Hey, Steve, how you doing? I'm doing great, LeVon. Uh, awesome. Appreciate you having me on. Oh, man, we really appreciate you being on. Thank you very much. Now, I usually have a icebreaker question. Is that okay? Yeah, sure. All right, yeah. you ready? All it's, right. it's nothing hard. Here we go. You have to sing karaoke. What song do you pick? Oh. Oh. I probably have to go with, um, uh, let me think for just a second. 
I don't know, maybe maybe Freebird by Skinner. Freebird. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I like Freebird. It's like the wrestling. Everybody, everybody joins in with that, so that'd be a good one. There you go. Uh, no. they, they can drown me out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> the choir have to help you out. I'm from a I'm from a uh, minister's family, and sometimes if you sing a solo, the choir will help you out. So when you singing this song, you're saying that everybody's going to help you out. That's what I'm thinking. You, it sounds like you have a good voice, though. <laughs> you sure? Uh, it's good in the shower. <laughs> it's, it's always better in the shower. It's always better in the shower. Great acoustics. Yes. Hey, Steve, can you give us a brief summary of the upcoming season, please? Sure. Um, obviously, it, it, we're excited about the this, this season coming up. We have a, a lot of veterans on the team, a lot of seniors. Uh, I think we had um, 11 guys on the uh, senior bowl watch list. Um, so that tells you a little bit of some of the veterans we have here than uh, some guys who played a lot of football for us. So uh, we're excited about it. Obviously, when you look at our schedule, it's it's a little bit um, daunting if you, if you take a look at it in its entirety with um, you know five or six teams that are in the top 10 or 11 in the country right now preseason. But uh, you never know how that's going to turn out, how that plays out. And some teams are, are better than they're projected. Uh, some teams not as good as maybe their uh, preseason um, projections are. So uh, we'll just try to take it one game at a time. we got a big one uh, with North Carolina opening the season. And, and obviously that's a big game for us, an SEC-ACC matchup. And, and so we're looking forward to that. Uh, no question about it, Steve. Now, you guys have – do you guys have the toughest schedule or you guys in the top two? Which one is it? Well, we'd like to claim we have the toughest schedule. <laughs> schools would probably think that they do. And, right. you know, again, that, it's all preseason projection at this point, and sometimes it plays out that way, sometimes it doesn't. So we'll just have to see how it works out and, and not get too caught up in that. And obviously we look at that as an opportunity for us uh, to play the best teams in the country. And when you come to South Carolina, you come to, to schools, and that's part of the country, obviously uh, you're, you're expected to play against the best, and that's what you want to do and challenge yourself each and every week. And, and we certainly have that opportunity this year. Well, no doubt you guys are really challenging yourself this year. Now, if you're from South Carolina, you're very familiar with most of the good players that you have. Can you tell us a player that's kind of under the radar that we should be looking out for? I think a guy who really played well in fall camp that uh, maybe you haven't heard a lot about yet is Shai Smith um, out of Union, South Carolina. He's, obviously, we lose Debo Samuel, which was a big part of our offense and, and a, mm. a great playmaker for us. But uh, we think that Shai maybe has that ability to, to step in, maybe a little um, – you know, not not known quite as much as, as a Brian Edwards on the other side. Brian's going to be at the top of, of most of our career uh, receiving list when he's finished uh, his senior year this year. So I think there's an opportunity there maybe for Shy to, to really um, have a breakout season and, and maybe put up some big numbers for us. Um, defensively, I think T.J. Brunson at that linebacker spot and, and a lot of, you know, positive um, – uh, for TJ from from the media and and obviously deservedly so, but sometimes the guy next to the guy becomes a uh, you know a big play for, guy for you. So uh, looking for big things out of him as well. Hey Steve, this is Mike. Uh, probably the question that everybody in the Upstate is wanting me to ask is how's Tavian Feaster doing, uh, being a part of the program and and fitting in with the with his new teammates. Yeah, I think he's doing well. I think he's he's fit in real well, and and it's. I think it's made that whole running back room more competitive. Uh, not that it wasn't anyway, but you bring in a guy like him and, and with the experience he has and being a senior and, and being through the, the wars, if you will, um, you know, I think it just adds more depth uh, 
for us there and and that's a position as you know when you go through a season it's tough for just one guy or maybe two guys to to handle the load all season long because you're going to get dinged up it's just part of the game so having him there i think he's fit in well with the team and hadn't had any issues from that regard and um you know obviously it's a little unique it's probably more unique for the fans quite frankly than it yeah. probably is for him uh-huh. um, you know he's he's playing football he puts on the pads just like everybody else each day and goes out and works hard and and i, I think it's probably more difficult maybe for the fans to understand that you, I mean, you see it all the time in, in pro ball where guys you know go from one team to another and, and that sort of thing and and don't seem to miss a beat so it's, it's just the kind of unique and obviously going from a rival it's a it's a unique situation but quite frankly something that we, we may see more of going down the road with with uh, the transfer portal well uh travis did a great job for clemson university i'm sure he's going to do a great job for you guys Tavian. uh is it tavia tavia why well, i say travis hmm tavia <laughs> Uh, Tavian did a great job for you guys. I'm sure he's going to do uh, – well, great job for us. So I'm sure he's going to do a great job for y'all. And I say us because I, I am a Clemson guy, I have to admit. But can you tell people – and I've been to William Bryce Stadium. Can you tell people who've never experienced William Bryce what's the best thing about William Bryce Stadium? I think the entrance, uh, our 2001 entrance. Oh, yeah. The is <laughs> – uh, ranks up there with, with just about anybody. Obviously, they have a good en- entrance at, at Clemson as well, but I think when you come to South Carolina, and uh, it makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up when, when that uh, 2001 kind of climax of the team runs on the field at the beginning, uh, just prior to the start of the game. And then Sandstorm's kind of something's really picked up, and, and it's, you can't help but uh, get excited for football when, when that's played. Well, you know, I experienced that as a player, and I have to say, I have to admit that 2001 is kind of rocking there. It really is. Yeah, it gets going pretty good now. Yeah, it really does. Uh, Well, uh, tell people who really don't know, how's the best way fans can follow the program and how to get tickets? Well, obviously, there are a lot of ways to follow the program. Uh, you know, when you're in the state of South Carolina, basically, they're just the, the two major programs that get a lot of media attention. So there's plenty of opportunities to to follow. You know, the, the different outlets that cover us. Uh, as far as tickets, um, GamecocksOnline.com um, has all kinds of ticket packages available. Obviously, season tickets are available, and then we have different kind of passes. A, a flex pass is just for football, and then a, what we've um, started this year is a new Go Pass. That, $25 a month gets you into um, games, um, any game basically for any sport um, throughout the year, um, which is a, an outstanding deal. And, and uh, so we're excited about that. And a lot of people I know have already jumped on that program. So, um, you know, it's, obviously we'd like them to go to our website and, and get all the latest information. It's uh, usually updated and accurate and, and uh, you know, and you can trust it, I guess, as much as anything. Steve, are you ready for the year? Are you ready for the season? I'm excited. Oh. I'm excited to get it going. And, you know, talking season's over, and, and we're ready to, to – I know the team's ready to, to see somebody in a different colored uniform across the <laughs> way and hit somebody else for a change and, and uh, see what happens here. We're, we're definitely excited. No doubt, no doubt. One last question real quick, Steve. Tell us a little bit about Coach Muschamp and obviously the uh, recruiting starting to pick up again for you guys maybe – uh, I would say getting close to what Spurrier was doing in his heyday as far as some of the young kids that are coming in now and, and wanting to play for the program. What do you think is the attraction to South Carolina and, and what Will Muschamp is being able to sell there? 
Well, I think, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of opportunity to play early here yet. We're, we're building. We're not um, at, at quite a level maybe that uh, some schools are in terms of having uh, five-star built on top of five-star different positions. So you can come in and, and get an opportunity and, and maybe play right away. we got some kids uh, that came in this year that are already on our two deep uh, going in the start of the season. Um, I think there's an opportunity there. We talked about the schedule and being able to play a uh, you know, all the best teams in the country and, and put yourself up against that. Uh, so, you know, a lot of guys come in looking to play at the next level, so you're going to get tested against the best in the country and to prove that you, you are capable of playing at that next level. Um, the, the players seem to really like Coach Muschamp. He's a player's coach, and, um, you know, it's a it's a good staff that, that works extremely hard. Um, you know, you're, you're in – Columbia, which is obviously the state capital, so there's there's a ton of things to do in Columbia. It's a, it's a great um, location. We got we got great fans and, and tremendous support. Um, and obviously, I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention our new long family facility, uh, football operations facility that that just opened in January. And and what a great benefit that is. And and I know the players just love being over there. And and um, you know, with the practice fields and the indoor practice right there, it's all it's everything you need uh, to have success. And, and so we're excited about the future of the program. Well, Steve, we want to wish you a whole lot of luck this year, man. We really appreciate you being on our show. Thank you so much. And will you come back if we invite you back? I'd be more than happy to come back, LeVon. Thank you so much, Steve. We really appreciate that. Have a wonderful day, okay? All right, you too now. Spurs right. up. Go Cox. Very cool, very cool. So, you know, Steve Fink, AD with uh, or, uh, the uh, SID with South Carolina Gamecocks. I tell you, that sandstorm is really a very cool. It gets the whole stadium rocking. It's an exciting place yeah, to play football. It is. It I, really is. I remember as a player, uh, that was one of my favorite parts about William Bryce um, is listening to 2001, seeing them come in. It was kind of cool. It really was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was great. Great interview. So uh, we'll be right back. Stick with us. This South Carolina football preview show with Inside Bliss with Yvonne Kirkland is brought to you by Hales Jewelers. Hell's Jewelers has been a proud sponsor of our Collegiate Player of the Year Award since 2014 and a local family-owned jeweler since 1856. Go see Lucian Lee and tell him LeVon Kirkland sent you for all of your fine jewelry and watch needs. You can find Hell's Jewelers in Greenville on Haywood, down the street from the mall and across the street from Chick-fil-A or at Hell'sJewelers.com. Welcome back to the Inside Blitz with LeVon Kirkland. It has been an awesome two days, an awesome show. Football is back in officially. Fantastic. And, of course, on at the South Carolina Football Hall of Fame, as you know, we, first of all, lead ourselves, and then we lead others. And that's really one of the big things. And, of course, LeVon's been a leader everywhere you've been. Right. Being recognized by the Ring of Honor this year, your name's going to be on the stadium at Clemson. They're retiring your jersey. Just more evidence of the success and the leadership that you possess. And, of course, we're trying to lead young people. And you have a segment here right. called the Inside Look, where okay. we come to you and you tell us a little nugget of leadership. And so without further ado, to you, LeVon, with the Inside Look. Thank you for those that warm uh, welcome. Uh, when we talk about disadvantages and advantages, right? Everybody's heard the story of David and Goliath, correct? Yep. Now, there's a little spin on David and Goliath because everybody usually think that Goliath had the advantage, but really not so much. What? I'm telling you, I'm, I'm going to tell you why. All right. Because 
in this story, if you think about it, Goliath had all this um, gear on. He had the shield, the armor, the helmet, and all that. And when Saul tried to give David that, he was like, no, I don't need that. I don't need that. I just need what God has given me. So what he did is he went out there, and essentially what he really did was he had mostly, like they talk about the stone, but look at the stone as a baseball. And somebody like Randy Johnson throwing a baseball 95 95 miles per hour at your head. What kind of damage do you think that's going to do? It's going to knock you out. I mean, and I mean knock you out. So uh, that's basically what David had. David had the advantage. Even though he was smaller in statue, really, he had advantage. So what I'm saying here, a lot of times we're going to have advantages and disadvantages. We just got to understand how to use our advantage. Even though it may look like a disadvantage to everybody out there, a lot of times our disadvantages are our um, our key and something that we can use. I tell you what, perspective, that is so critical and cool to hear you talk about that because that's the perspective of a champion to be able to say, hey, what appears to be a disadvantage for me is really not. Is really not. It's really an advantage. All right. And that was David's uh, outlook. And of course, yeah, that's pretty good stuff right there. And even Georgia Tech. You think about when Georgia Tech first came in the league, man, they ran that triple option and nobody could stop it. <laughs> you know, you wouldn't think that they had the advantage, but they really did. They did have yep. the advantage. So no it's, uh, you know, it's it, that's that's a good point. So. And perspective. So when you look and you start thinking and everybody's telling you that you're, you know, not going to be successful because of the great disadvantage you're in. Yeah. You actually maybe have the advantage. That's awesome. Look for it. So, Mike, you did a great job yesterday talking about this Blanchard Rogers trophy. This trophy, uh, we appreciate it's been specially commissioned for the South Carolina Football Hall of Fame. It is the South Carolina Heisman, Blanchard Rogers, two Heisman Trophy winners from South Carolina in our Hall of Fame. This ballot comes out mid-October after some scouting. We've got some early people. Yesterday you talked about the uh, some of the smaller schools. I mean, some amazing talent. I mean, unbelievable. So I can't wait today. Talk yeah. about... Tell the listeners some great talent from South Carolina not playing in the state yeah. that we are scouting here at the South Carolina Football Hall of Fame for the Blanchard Rogers Award. Well, and just to give a little bit of perspective, there are over 200 South Carolina natives that are playing football outside the state. Wow. So when we're looking at this list, um, it's pretty ex- inclusive. <laughs> There's a lot of people on that, on that list. That doesn't even include – all the guys on the roster here in South Carolina that are playing for an in-state school. South Carolina has some great talent no in football. No question. No question. And, and, and that makes things really exciting. And, and so throughout the year, we're going to be scouting these guys. And uh, I encourage everybody to to follow us on social media during the college football season. How can season they do that? At SC Football HOF on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook because we're going to be updating people on how these players are uh, doing throughout the season. And if they do have a great week, then we try and spotlight those guys on our social media. So if you want your guy, you want to see your guy in lights, uh, South Carolina Football Hall of Fame is where to go. SC Football HOF on our social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. All right, great. So that's so, how to follow us. Now talk about some of these guys. So – Everybody knows the name Kelly Bryant. Kelly yes. Bryant. From yep. Calhoun Hall Falls there. and former Clemson uh, quarterback who's now at Missouri, going to be the starter there. Great athlete. And great we all know man. what yep. he did at no Clemson uh, before he left. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and uh, he did a great job, won a lot of games for Clemson, and I suspect that he'll be able to do a lot a lot for Missouri as well. They're very excited over there. He he's he from what I understand he's 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 become a leader there and people are following him. They love Kelly Bryant. He has a great personality. We happen to know Kelly a little bit. Yep. Great yeah. personality and uh, I think he's going to be able to really let loose well, uh, in Missouri. That's Coach, Chad, Coach Chad Morris, I yeah. mean, you know, he's Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Familiar territory there. Yeah. So, he's uh, we're excited about seeing what Kelly does in Missouri. Uh, and then Troy Pride, uh, senior DB out of Greer uh, High School, uh, starting corner at Notre Dame. And one of the things that's cool about him is that he was named to the Bruce Feldman's freaks list. Uh-oh. Um, and so if you're ever on a freaks list when you're mm-hmm. a football player, that's a good thing. Freaks list. Uh, but he he was said to have run a 4-3-2 40 during school's workouts uh, earlier in the year, so Ooh, that's super uh, fast. Th- that guy can fly, and and if you're a DB and you can fly, that's a good thing to have. If you know Deion Sanders, that works out pretty good for him. Right. Yeah. No question. Um, but uh, to have that speed, and he's a good size uh, DB as well. But uh, here from Greer High School, um, uh, they're expecting big things out of him as a starting corner at Notre Dame as a senior, and he should be an NFL prospect at the end of the season. Um, and then uh, staying in the secondary, uh, Nick McLeod, a senior DB out of Rock Hill, uh, playing for NC State, also uh, a starter there. Started 11 games as a junior from South Point High School, where you may know of the name of D- Davion Clowney and Stephon Gilmore. Wow, um, great players there. And so, and if you don't know, they're like all related. It's crazy. <laughs> football um, City. That's Rock right. Rock Hill, Football City. That's right. Everyone's a cousin. Yeah. You know, and they're all awesome at football. <laughs> <laughs> but um, um, he was just named a captain at uh, at NC State and is on the Senior Bowl watch list, uh, which is is a great uh, start to the season for Nick. And uh, uh, so I'm excited to see how Nick does. Uh, had a great season last year as a as a junior. Um, was one of the leaders there in the secondary for NC State. So he's one of the big uh, big school guys, Power Five guys that we'll see. Um, playing against Clemson right. here this season. Uh, he'll have his hands full, but we'll get to see how, how well he stacks up against those uh, those big wide receivers yeah. at Clemson. Well, that's fantastic. Those are some of the people that you can watch out for. And, of course, if you n- know some people we need to watch, we're scouting them, we're not missing them, but feel free right. to let us know. LaVon, as a player, as mm-hmm. a coach, as a scout, tell us this Blanchard Rodgers, when you look at that, who do you think should win the Blanchard Rogers Trophy at the end of the day. Man, he's got to be a he's got to be a player. But more important than that, he, he has got he has to have great character. Uh, has to be a leader not only on the field but also in his community. So we're looking at not just a great football player, but we're looking at a great citizen as well. That's a great, well-rounded, all-around yeah. leadership. It's right. fantastic. I tell you, it's such an honor, and this show has been fantastic. This week is great. Thanks to all of you. We appreciate the sponsors. We appreciate our members. If you hadn't yet, go ahead and join up, scfootballhof.org. We're all members, my whole family, my oh, wife, yeah. my two daughters. They're all members. Uh, we're supporting members. Hey, it's less than 10 bucks a month. And it really, it's a small amount to you. makes a big difference to all no of us. We about really it. appreciate that. So thank you. Thanks to Evan Tripp. He does a wonderful job producing the show. We appreciate the guys at Prominence Media helping us out. And we're making a difference through football. And join us next time here on the Inside Blitz with LaVon Kirkland. You're listening to Inside Blitz 
with LaVon Kirkland.